A recent report by the Pew Research Center found that nearly half of Muslims living in the U.S. have experienced at least one instance of discrimination in the past year. Youth reporter Muhammad Owais Kamran sat down with his sister to talk about one of those instances. The movie theater is usually a place of joy, where people take a break from their work lives and de-stress. Back in 2016, my grandmother was fighting Parkinson's. This put a lot of stress on us as a family. I remember my dad getting up so many times during the night to help her. So, when she was finally asleep, we had one or two hours to do something that was not Parkinson's related. For us, that was the movies. So on one of these weekends, we went to see Zootopia. I was in fifth grade at the time, so I don't remember much. However, my sister does. So we went to the movie theater that we had pretty much always gone to. And when I walked through the front door, while my parents were looking for a parking spot, the security guard told me I needed to take off my headscarf. He said that their no hat policy was the reason. And I was like, I've never encountered that problem before. We've, we've been here before. Based on how other people were clearly wearing hats inside, and this wasn't even a hat, it was a headscarf covered under religious exemptions, it was clear this wasn't about a no-hat policy. He said, oh, well, you could be hiding a bomb underneath your headscarf. You know, I'm a 5-foot, 100-pound girl. I don't quite get what's so menacing about me, except for the fact that I happen to be wearing, you know, a, a piece of fabric on my head that's synonymous with Islam. When our parents came and talked to him, we still weren't allowed in. We asked if a female security guard could check our headscarf or if he could just pat it down, but he said both were impossible. We went home, disheartened, and called the manager. The manager apologized and said that this won't happen again, please come back, so we did the next week. When we went back, the same guard was there and he tried to stop us. We told him we had spoken to the manager and walked past. He then said he had to let us in, but, quote, you people aren't allowed to bring large bags inside the theater, end quote. We didn't have any large bags with us, but the dog whistle was clear. He went out of his way to signal that Muslims were not welcome. It feels like no matter how hard you work and what you do in life, there's always going to be people that are going to discount you on the basis of stereotypes and biases. And after seeing Zootopia, which made it seem like if you just did the right thing, then people would change and everyone could have a Disney-style happily ever after. It really all just came down for me and I, I just started crying. I don't remember much when it happened because I was pretty young, but I still remember the atmosphere of anxiety that time held and the effects it had. Hanna describes it as, Other people fear Islam and you become a representation of Islam. To them, you're not a human being anymore. You are something that is just this abstract representation of something they don't understand and are afraid of. I haven't experienced xenophobia targeting me specifically, so I can't say what my sister went through. But I do know one thing for certain, we've never gone to that same movie theater again. Unlike Zootopia, not every story has a happily ever after, after all. For 88.5 for WFDD Radio 101 by Muhammad Oais Gamran. Radio 101 is made possible in part by a generous contribution from Woody Kleiner. The theme music for this program was composed by Alan Poltorak. For more Radio 101 stories, visit our website wfdd.org radio 101.